0: counting macros should be looked at like a tool and less like a necessity macros are like a roll of tape you can use it it's very functional if you have it when you need it it's great to use have that tool ready for whenever you need it but if you open a bag and the bag has the little like the little clip zip lockety, zip thing that you can just like smash together and seal you don't need to use the fucking tape it doesn't matter you got it under control you're fucking paranoid if you think it's going to open back up so just you got the tape there that's cool at least you know you have the fucking tape but you don't need to tape every goddamn thing that you see if it doesn't need the fucking tape Now, I don't know how relevant that is to where I started this fucking shit less than a minute ago, but what I'm trying to say is, don't freak the fuck out over your macros every goddamn meal, okay? Jesus Christ. Have you ever been out to eat with somebody, and they actually fucking talk about macros? That's totally me. Like, okay, so that, I used to do this a lot, and and I never knew how fucking annoying I was until... Until I listen to other people do it. And then I was like, dude, we're at fucking Applebee's. What are you doing? It doesn't matter. Or have you ever like had somebody ask the waiter or the waitress, like, I see you have the calories listed, listed on the menu. Okay. But, uh, do you have a, a, a macronutrient profile that I could just gander at real quick? Shut the fuck up. Like it doesn't matter. You're at Applebee's bro. You really want to, like, break down the macros? You want to break down the micros? You want to break down all the nutrient profile? Well, just go drink water and fucking be miserable, okay? Play it safe, bro. It's going to be okay. I used to be really obsessed with macros, and I think... That when you first start trying to diet, you first start learning how to eat food that's more functional for your body and has less to do with the desire you have for it mentally, as in the way it's gonna taste. When you're trying to learn about how food respond how you resp- how you how you respond to certain food, I think it's really good to kind of become slightly obsessed with it. But don't like flaunt it because it's, it's worse than somebody that's, all, that's always saying they're fucking vegan. Like, I'd much rather hear my friend remind me how fucking vegan he is and how much more weight he can lift than me, <laughs> rather than fucking hearing him talk about his macros every goddamn day. Bro, I'm proud you're vegan. Whatever. I get it if you fucking tell me how many grams of protein you think you need this week, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Why don't you just eat meat then? So it doesn't, so just stop, stop talking about the macros all the time. Stop freaking out about them, but learn about them. So when, when you're, when you're starting off, you should download this app. It's called MyFitnessPal. Okay. And what this app lets you do is it lets you track your meals. You have breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. If you want to be a fucking rebel, you can track your breakfast in the dinner section and your snacks in the lunch section. No one's going to hold you accountable. No one's going to give a fuck. But I think that you should definitely download this app because it's going to help you out a lot. What it does is when you put your food in the app, you can either just type in what kind of food it is and and you can search it up. Or you can actually use the camera on your phone to scan the barcode of the product so if you're eating a bag of doritos and you're going to scan it into my fitness pal number one you're fucking stupid number two you can scan the barcode that easily it's great it's very resourceful like that but um but there's the other problem when you start well, mm, back up a little bit so when you first start Maybe it is okay to track your Doritos and your double cheeseburgers and all the food you're eating. Don't cheat the system. So yeah, let's start with tracking all of our food. And that way we do that for a week. Let's do it for a week, okay? Don't cheat. Don't try to eat better than you think you have to. If you're brand new to this... Let's just try to find out what your average calorie intake is right now. Now, I know the fucking wannabe Jeff Nippers out there are going to be like, well, the science behind this actually says if your body weight is... I don't give a fuck. So an easy way to decide this is just figure out what you're eating. And then like when you figure that out, then you know. So I don't care about the science behind it as much as I do about... What's actually like legitimate with what's happening to my body at this point that doesn't reflect on somebody I don't know that underwent a test that has nothing to do with me personally? So, use my fitness pal for a week, track all the food that you're eating, and also weigh yourself in the process so you can see if your weight is, you know, if you're sitting steady at whatever number you're at. And if you go a week where your weight is steady and you get the average number of calories, Then, what I would do and what I did is I decided based on that number okay, so if my goal is to, let's not talk about my goal with this, but if your goal is to lose weight and your average calorie intake is about 2,800 calories right now, then let's say I should start by taking 150 calories off of this maintenance level we're gonna call this the maintenance for yourself now if you go online and you look at one of those calculators they're very they're very useful as well they're very beneficial but they also might tell you some crazy shit like your maintenance is only 1700 calories fuck that because then you're looking at your maintenance and then you're trying to calculate how many calories are burning by the activity that you do and then they're gonna try to sell you on a fucking fitness tracker and and just just don't put yourself just do this as simple as you possibly can and as affordable the app is free your brain is free so use them both so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take 150 calories off of the weekly maintenance that we just put together using this app now we are going to start looking at the foods that we currently eat and seeing what we can take out, that we can do without, or that we can interchange with something with less calories. So let's say that you know your daily intake is 2,800 calories. Let's look at what you're eating: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Let's say with breakfast you have whole milk. Let's change it to 2%. That's 50 calories off the number right now, right, right there. Uh, for lunch you have you have a turkey sandwich with mayonnaise all right let's get some reduced fat mayonnaise that's going to be another 50 or so calories off let's say with dinner you tracked a mountain dew all right let's get a mountain dew zero that's going to be 140 calories off so we've already taken almost 300 calories off our daily calorie maintenance level without even really fucking changing what we're eating so let's do this week by week set your goal for set a target for how many calories you want to take off. But if, if you can work in and take more calories out just by switching up what you're drinking and your condiments, then do that. But then it's going to get to a point where you do have to adjust your actual food. That's where it becomes a little bit more tricky. That's when you have to kind of think about, you know, okay, should I start cooking food instead of going out to eat all the time? And that's where you're going to see the biggest change. So point blank, no argument, without a doubt, the less calories you eat, the less you're going to weigh. If you drop the calories, if you drop the number of calories that you're intaking in your body, you're also going to drop the weight that your body is holding. For all the science people out there that want to argue about BMI and how to fucking track this shit properly, well, that's the science behind it at the end of the day. No matter how you do it, you eat less, you weigh less. So, I don't know how else to make that any more simple. So, don't Overcomplicate at first. For the first month, I guarantee you can lose an easy ten pounds just by substituting what you're eating, not changing what you're eating. I when I did um I did a keto diet for like two months, and I mean, I I switched my actually I didn't even switch. I wasn't even drinking soda at the. T- I barely. I don't even drink soda like very rarely but I was at that time I was drinking a lot of Mountain Dew Zero and um wait was I drinking Mountain Dew Zero before that too I can't remember and the whole point of what I'm saying is little things like that if, if you drink regular regular soda you're you're shooting yourself in the foot like most people that drink soda I would assume they probably drink at least three cans a day So just change the the zero or diet. I prefer the zero. I think the diet has a weird taste and apparently you can die from it too. You can die from anything. I mean, we all know that. That's life. But I mean, just whichever one that you want to go with, you know, that's going to knock out hundreds of calories and you're not even changing what you're eating. And this is where the conversation turns to the point that we all want to bicker and bitch about, which is what do you even consider healthy what food should I even be eating to hit my goals? How important is the diet versus the exercise? A lot of I'm not going to try to say the same thing in every like episode where I'm talking about something specific like this when it comes to like achieving your goals. But at the end of the day, man, I have listened to so much fucking content when it comes to fitness and nutrition. You guys don't understand <laughs> how much time I have to listen and learn about this shit, okay? I, I drive for work, so for a good almost two years, all I listened to were fitness podcasts. Every fucking one I could find, and when I finished, I found a new one. Five hours a day, easily, and then coming home... If I could apply my time to watch Netflix, I applied it to watch fitness videos on YouTube, to Google researches, to look up studies. You don't fucking understand. Like, I don't have a certificate. I don't have any of that shit, but if I could pull up the funds right now to get a certificate and, like, do all this, I'd be all fucking about it. But that's why I do the podcast because it's, it's like, it's just a lot easier. It's free, and I can still... You know hopefully help a good amount of people i mean just one person you know with this stuff because it's so over complicated which is what i'm trying to get to rambling about myself right now all this stuff gets so over complicated no matter which way you look at it and at the end of the day it doesn't fucking matter you need to figure it out for yourself because you are your own specific person you need to work out the kinks yourself and see what works for you that's why i don't like a lot of these studies that like i think i love jeff nippert i love his content and whoever else talk about studies all the time, Mike Matthews is another one, like always going back to the research and the studies and blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, what's really funny is that if you look at all their content every six months, it seems like they're making a video about the same topic. But it's a new video because the new studies come out that disproves the previous study that they made the older video on. And it's just this ever revolving fucking circle where they just keep making the same content over and over number one because studies keep disproving each other and number two because you keep clicking the fucking videos and they get paid for it so it just works out for their benefit but but at the end of the day they're just rambling on about shit that doesn't apply to not that that applies to maybe 20 percent of lifters out there because these studies are only like they study what 50 fucking people in a certain age group they're getting a certain number of sleeps eating a certain calorie surplus whatever it might be it's so specific with every study how do you think that's going to apply to you you don't fucking know you just have to go out there and do something and figure out what works for you if you really want to figure out your shit and you don't want to take the time to learn about it get a personal trainer stop being lazy stop being cheap if that's if if you're really 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 dedicated do that but all these youtube videos all these podcasts they will help you out so fucking much but you need to take them all with a grain of salt because it's so easy to start getting so confused with everything. And that's what happened with me for a while where I was like, oh my God, I thought I knew that you had to do this. and Now I think you have to do that. And now someone else is saying this and now blah, blah, blah. You just need to fucking pick what you want to do, pick your route and go. Because if you look at how much different content is out there and how many different opinions are out there with how to do this fitness nutrition shit, if you take a step back, you realize with all the different opinions, they all seem to work for everyone individually. So if they all work for everyone individually, then I'm pretty sure you can figure out what can work for you individually as well. Just take little bits and pieces out of each person you listen to that you like, that works for you and then put it all together and create your own solution. I don't know where that rant came from. What the fuck am I talking about right now? Macros. God damn. Where did that? That just came out of nowhere. Guys, finalbossperformance.com. You need to check them out, please. If you really want to get this shit right and you want the right supplements to do it, they get your shit fucking on a roll. You need to go to finalbossperformance.com and get their cinnamon toast swirl, 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 whey protein because that shit is bitching. You get that they're EAAs their pre- everything, everything they got is, is going to be the best shit you can get in the game and, and the fucking what you're paying for it is nowhere near what you pay for that kind of quality with the majority of any other company and the guys that own the company are just genuine fucking awesome dudes that want to help people again I promote them because I know them personally so I don't like I don't like fucking pro- promoting shit just because it's this popular name brand You can find in Walmart, but you don't know anything about the people that own the company and they could be fucking shitty and you don't know where they're putting that money towards that you spend it on. Well, these guys are actually investing and helping people day after day after day after fucking day. That's where this money goes. Okay, and I can save you money. God damn it. MJB10, 10% off. FinalBossPerformance.com. I don't know why I felt like that was a great little place to just like put an ad, but it just fell into place. Now, anyways, macros, Calories. What do you do about food? You start slow, man. You start slow. You don't need to just go in this fucking crash diet and do this Adkins fucking shit. Do this keto shit. Do whatever the hell Beach Body is trying to fucking sell you on with their $130 protein supplements. My God. I've never the day that I saw that shit, I'm never gonna freak those just, just just take it one day at a time. Okay? If you've never worked out start with push-ups and pull-ups. If you can't do any pull-ups at your house, go to a park, you know? Not by yourself if there's a lot of kids around because then it might look kind of weird. But just if you can find the right time, maybe like a state park, do that. But it's all about starting slow, man. When it comes to the food, enjoy what you're eating. How, How important is the diet versus the actual, like, working out? I've heard, I think more than anything... Seventy five percent of the diet is it, it, it's seventy five percent, twenty five percent. Seventy five percent diet, twenty five percent working out. Again, who who the fuck can tell you that? It, you don't really like you don't fucking know how that's gonna affect someone else. With me, I'll tell you right now, like I eat clean mostly just so I feel good. If I really didn't give a fuck but I went hard in the gym the way that I've learned with my body is like I okay sure I might like hold on to some water in my gut but I'm not gonna fucking look like a fat ass Uh, my body won't fucking let me do it and it's almost kind of frustrating like like it almost gets to the point where I'm like can can I just try to look like I'm bigger like can can we just I'm putting down 6,000 calories like I just feel like my metabolism is fucking wild. I burn calories so fucking fast. I my body is just this way, you know? For some people they will love that. For me, I'm not a big fan. But the point is I eat the way I eat because if I if I eat dirty, it's not about how it's going to make me look. It's about how it's going to make me feel. Perfect example. One great fucking example for you. Last night, I woke up at 1 in the morning with a pounding migraine. Could not get back to sleep. Took, what, Tylenol extra strength, which is laying down, just trying to put pressure on the side of my head. By, like, 5, I was taking a thing of BC powder, and I I knew that I should have done BC powder first. Uh, It was just 1 in the morning. You know, the wife's asleep. Room's dark, so I wasn't trying to fucking make a mess. So, 5 in the morning, I got up. Just took some BC powder and ended up throwing up, ended up with crazy, stupid diarrhea. And my headache kind of went away. I took like a hot shower sitting there. just would not go. My whole point is I was fucked up last night and I know exactly why, because I've been going back. I told you guys I was trying to bulk for a while, so I was eating pretty crazy and the last about 2 weeks now I guess. I've been getting back on my cleaner eating style and eating less calories. Well, yesterday I told myself I'm going to have a cheat day and just not give a fuck. With that being said, it ended up it, the, the day the, the day ended with a shit ton of sugary carbs. I'm talking a Big ass bowl of Apple Jacks, which I was eating like every morning when I was bulking. Haven't had Apple Jacks since then. So my body was like, oh, "What? wait, 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 what are you doing? So big ass bowl of Apple Jacks followed by a bunch of fucking Albanese gummy worms, gummy bears, gummy butterflies. Y'all, if, if, if you look, if you don't know about Albanese gummies, I'm you right fucking now. That shit is a game changer. I I literally any if, if I if I eat any other gummy to this day, it just tastes dumb. Like it tastes stupid. Albanese is on some other shit. That was cre- just fucking destroying their gummies. And then I started eating Starburst, and then I started eating a Hershey's chocolate bar. Why did I do it? I don't know why, but I know what happened is all that sugar fucking gave me that migraine and my body just was not ready I used to get migraines all the fucking time and I never knew why until I did my keto diet when I was on keto I didn't have a single headache and then it just hit me like a ton of bricks this is all from fucking carbs like from all the sugary carbs that I eat rather it's a little bit rather it's a lot I am so sensitive to shitty ass carbs that's where my headaches come from I learned that about my body by trial and error. So I'm very thankful I did keto. Does that mean that I will always do keto? No. it's trial and error. It's things you need to do It's the research you need to do for yourself instead of looking up research trying to apply it to yourself without actually experiencing it. So you know it, it's you want to get to that point where if you're sick, if you're not feeling good, you want to be able to kind of look back and know why you don't feel good. Because, hey, I could call it out of work today, but I wasn't going to let myself do that because I knew I did this to myself. So I knew that I had to fucking, like, take care of myself and just deal with it, own up to it. Luckily, it only went on for, like, a little late into the morning. I'm feeling a lot better now. It's whatever. But the whole point is food doesn't just make you look bad. It can make you feel bad. And so for that reason, it's very important to not crash diet and just take out everything you think is unhealthy. It it might not really be that bad for you. Your body might be fine. And if you really have someone that's wanting to argue about that, or if you really want to argue about that, just do, just fucking go get your blood worked on for fuck's sake. Everyone wants to argue about, well, this is healthy. Well, this is unhealthy. I shouldn't be in this. Just go get your fucking blood worked on. Like y'all, everyone loves research so much, but they don't want to they don't want to apply it to themselves when they fucking can. Go to lab corp, dude. Call up your doctor. Get a fucking physical. Like learn about your body. That that's the reason why I did my dirty bulk. The reason why I was like, you know what? For a month, two months, whatever time frame this is gonna be, I'm just gonna fucking go all in. Was because I got my blood work done prior to making that decision. So I I saw everything, and literally everything was fucking perfect. Like like my, my, my bloods, my liver, my kidneys, my heart, fucking everything was perfect. All the levels were just in line. So I knew that, okay, if, if I get a little crazy, I can snap back, get back to where I need to be, and I'm not going to hurt myself too much in the process. I might feel a little bit like shit because my body isn't, you know isn't all about this, which, you know, and then I I realized again, you know, something about eating shit food is for me midday, I started to crash hard, but the last couple weeks now that I'm eating that shit food or shitty carbs, I should say more. So I don't have that crash whatsoever. I'm doing this at fucking three 30 right now. Y'all hear the energy in my fucking voice. I'm feeling fine. So you need to trial and error for your own self and no one else, you know, but, um, Man, I'm trying to think. Do I just want to leave it at this? This this was supposed to be about macros. I think I kind of covered more things than I anticipated. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the whole thing I'm, I'm trying to get across with this is it's important to count your calories. It's important to track your macros, but don't get so obsessed over it. Learn about it. Let it guide you to where you need to be. But you should get to a point where you just kind of know what food is going to work for you. And if you're going to care, if most people, the majority of people that are just trying to be healthy, that are that already don't have like a lot of like health issues, you, the only thing you need to worry about is just your protein, you know, stick around a gram per pound of lean mass with your protein and you're going to be fine. Let your fats and carbs balance out. As long as you're eating food that isn't like shit food that is good food that's good for you that makes you feel good again food that's good for you might be different than what i would consider good for me i don't eat fucking cauliflower go to hell so it, it, it's different for everybody so just use common sense don't overthink it don't make yourself miserable enjoy your life you got one to live so yeah don't eat boring ass food and feel like you just gotta like crush yourself to achieve your goals because that's not sustainable either. You'll go like with keto, for instance. I mean, I did that for two months. I loved it. I felt great. Could I do that for two years? Hell no. Fuck no. So do what's sustainable, what's gonna work best for you and your body. Take all the free knowledge you can, all the free information about fitness, like this podcast find whatever you can find and educate yourself but do not just buy into one source of information take bits and pieces from everybody because not everything said will apply to you so take all the little bits and pieces you can and create your own resource from it put it together and you can have your own custom plan and idea of what works for you personally not only so you get the best results for yourself but so you enjoy it to the full you enjoy it to its fullest potential as well because you don't want to do this and be miserable you want to do it and enjoy it and have fun and feel good and not put yourself through fucking hell because if that's what you're doing every day it's not worth it and you need to reevaluate there's better options out there this is 2021 you can fucking eat a pizza with like 12 net carbs and 60 grams of protein. There's ways to get around this shit. Look up Remington James. He is the co-owner, one of the co-owners, a final boss. Look him up on YouTube for the love of God. If you need help with food and cooking and nutrition and all that, Remington James will be in the description, his YouTube channel. Go watch his videos. It will blow your fucking mind. I'm not even going to say one recipe. Just go fucking watch the videos and subscribe because it will blow your mind what's possible. So don't make yourself miserable. Have fun with it. Chill the fuck out. Have a good day.